2: David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blue part? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross
3: And and an I ex- ex- hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on, hat on.
4: like the, dog. the oh, like the million bucks, you mm-hmm. tell me who could it be? But Steve Harvey, oh, yeah. listening to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Come on, do your thing, big daddy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. (laughs) Got a radio show. Um, Five things that I know successful people have to do. To be successful, the principles are the same. You can apply it to anything. You know, if you want to be happily married, you know, whatever it is, the principles of success are the same. There are a series of things that you have to do. You cannot skip the steps of success. If you do, you're going to have to go back and step on them anyway. So here's here's, here's, a, here's a part, man, that I want you all to understand about me and and, and, and about how to look at it. You know, uh, you, you cannot underestimate faith and prayer. You just can't. You cannot underestimate the power of faith and the power of prayer. See, for me, this is just for me now. This ain't in the scripture nowhere. This is just something I discovered. What prayer did for me was, was it tied me to my creator. It gave me a sense of, And I'm describing it this way, but I'm telling you it's deeper than this. But it gave me a sense that I wasn't alone. And in actuality, I wasn't. But prayer helped connect me to the power source that was available to me to get through, get around, or get over whatever it was that was in the way whether it was just a period I stretched I had to go through of hard work, it had a period I had to go through to learn some lessons, uh, some periods I had to go through from having to pay for some of the mistakes I've made, whatever the case may be. Prayer gave me a decided advantage, especially, oh, here we go, especially over my enemies. Now, the majority of people in my life that were my enemies, I didn't want them to be my enemies. Make no mistake about this. But through the thing called life, some things went down, some things happened from here and there, and went over here and over that way, and a person became my enemy. The majority of enemies I had came out of nowhere. I, I have no reason to even see why they are my enemies. But, you know, Life goes on, man. It happens from time to time. Some some people just won't let it go. See, some people in their uh, quest to do something to you or to make you pay, they just won't let it go. Well, it may cause you some discomfort, and some of it may be lies about you and, and all of this and all of that. But you, that 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 can't prohibit you from going forward. So what I'm saying is, prayer gave me the strength, wisdom, understanding, and courage to either go through it, go around it, or go over it, but it happened, and that's what prayer does, and I don't want you to underestimate the power of prayer, because you're going to need it on this way. Now, here's the deal. You could do this without prayer, but it's going to be so, so incredibly difficult. See, look. Becoming successful is already difficult. Now try doing it without prayer and faith. I I I can't see how it gets done now. See, I don't I don't see how it can get done. I me personally. Now somebody else can have a book or write a story and tell you something totally different, but they ain't on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I I'm telling you the truth as it happened for me. I do not know how I could have made it without faith and without prayer. It, it would have, something would have got me. YouTube would have got me. The bloggers would have got me. You know, that teacher that told me I ne- wasn't never going to be nothing, she would have got me. My partners that I grew up with that used to laugh behind my back, they would have got me. My friend that went over to my mother's house one time and told her, you know what Steve's problem is? He out there telling them jokes. He's just lazy. He don't want to work. That would have got me. They didn't know. I ain't really mad at them because they was just, all they was doing was basing their uh, conversations and passing judgment based on what they knew based on what they believed. They didn't believe I was going to make it. But but that's them, though. If it was not for faith, which is the belief in things that you cannot see, I wouldn't have made it. Because I would have listened to everybody else who didn't see me getting here and went along with it. And then prayer, oh my goodness, man. How many times has prayer bailed me out? Prayer has bailed me out. Prayer still bailing me out. (laughs) Tell you the truth, man. Quiet as it's kept. Prayer. That connection to your heavenly father, that connection to your creator, that connection to that source of power and inspiration, that connection of never feeling that you're alone. You know, I was watching uh, Bishop Jakes on uh, TV yesterday, and it was a repeat. And one of the things he was talking about, well, let me just get to the gist of it. I was going through a portion of my life and I and I, and I I went through it for some years, y'all. I had gotten myself into a jam that lasted for years. I'm telling you, for years, with some serious consequences to follow, for years. And I was so busy looking at where I was at. I was sulking sometimes, man. I'd get on the radio, man. I'd be just done. I was sulking. My my my, my spirit had gotten low. I had gotten tired of the fight. And I I would I would come on some mornings, man. And I would try would try not to let on, but I was hurting. I was. Because I had been in it for years, man. I had been in this thing for years. And one thing I was doing, I was so busy looking at where I was at. And when I was watching Bishop Jake, he, he preached this sermon. He was talking about so busy looking at where you at that you don't even realize that God has been with you the entire time. And you know what, man? Just yesterday, just yesterday I heard this. And I text him, I text Bishop Jakes, and I thanked him because it was an old message I could tell. And I called, I texted him up and I said, man, thank you so much. I was just watching you on TV. And you told me, man, something that, I, that I'll always remember, that whatever you're going through, that he's there with you the whole time. But see, well, sometimes when you're so busy looking at where you're at, you don't even notice where he is. And see, sometimes, man, that, that helped me. And that's going to help me in the future to realize that what I'm going through, that he's there, he's there with me. And he's going to protect me. And he ain't going to let my enemies overcome me. And he ain't going to let nobody overtake me. And he ain't going to let me go under because he's there. It's just you can't be so busy looking at where you at that you don't take notice of where he at. God is always there. He's always available. And the best way to tap into that and know it is you got to pray. Prayer has changed my life. Prayer can change your life. You can become something if you just pray.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now listen to me. What's about to happen today? It's going to be moments of uh, revelry. Revelry and high, unobliterated foolery, Combined with the narkocracy of the evolution of dexterity. Wow. That's a word
2: there.
5: Won't won't we all get to heaven? Say amen. 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 Amen.
7: Amen
4: Again. Amen,
5: Amen, Sister Shirley.
4: Hello, Steve. Amen. Uh, Amen.
5: The head of the nurses guild, sister Carla.
4: Good morning, Steve. Amen. Amen. Again. The head of the junior choir, keel.
2: I'm going up a yonder.
5: (laughs) We have reduced you all to just one A selection per month. (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, the uh, deacon of deciprocity Of the deacon (laughs) of death jail. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, my right hand. My rock, my East Boon Coon, Buzz it Back Buddy, none other than the prank master himself,
8: nephew Tommy. Ah. Come on. Good morning.
2: good morning.
8: Good
5: morning.
2: Good, good morning. Good morning, morning. And good oh, morning. Hey, you are here. Yes.
5: We are here today to discuss the shutdown.
8: Mm.
3: Oh.
5: Why in the hell <laughs> is
2: we still Come on. Come on. shut down? Come on, Motown,
7: Because your president does not have his wall.
5: The president said Mexico <laughs> was going to pay for the damn wall.
7: He did. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Did. Javier,
5: amen. Hule, Julio, Gustavo, Jesus, Hector. Luis and all of them laughed. We not paying for a damn thing, and we still coming, and we going to have stuff in our pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Through tunnels. I don't give a damn what you do. We flying in, tunneling in, we walking in, we skipping in. <laughs>
2: We're not is. skipping, though. Yeah. Oh, we coming in. We coming in. Skipping is good.
5: Skipping yeah, good. I
2: like
5: it. So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, that is what it is,
2: mm-hmm.
5: and it ain't what it ain't. I'm mm. so sick of this shutdown, man. This has gotten Ooh, I ridiculous.
2: Thought you, man. I thought you had with one. I thought you a
4: curse right there. like
2: a sound,
8: like a curse.
5: Monster.
4: I'm so <laughs> sick of this <laughs> shutdown. But if you had done it, if we understand why, because we sick of it too. And so do the government workers understand. That's, That's why, right. This They're is a second day.
7: Second day with their paycheck saying 0. Man, 0.00.
5: What he said, what his days. daughter-in-law said, uh, they don't get it, man. They've never been paycheck to paycheck. The Trump family has never struggled. They don't know what it is. Donald Trump's daddy was rich for years.
7: Yeah. All right, Steve, coming up at 32 after the hour, well, the big gang prop bet propositions. We're going to talk about that right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Okay, now there's a thing, guys. It's called prop bets where people mm-hmm. uh, make predictions on how some of the prop bets on the big games will oh, turn yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. For instance, you know about this, right, here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Steve. Bitch, yeah. Here, here we what? go. They, they make bets on things like how oh, yeah. long will it take for Gladys yeah. Knight to sing the national anthem? Oh,
8: that's a bet?
7: Yeah, that's a, that's a prop you're, bet. Yeah, the no, previous bad. three years, it went over two minutes, just so you'll know. <laughs> Not with uh,
5: Warren Buffett singing.
7: <laughs> you mean Jimmy <laughs> Buffett? Not Warren? Not, he, he's not a singer. He's a billionaire. You yeah, wanted man.
5: to be short. Let Warren term. sing it.
7: Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got some more money to make. All right. Uh, here's another one. What color will the liquid be that's poured over the head of the of winning coffee. coach? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay.
5: Uh, let me tell y'all what color that's gonna be.
7: You Do you remember? What what color was last year? Huh. It was green last year. No. Oh, because of the Eagles. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Green. Oh, okay. yeah. And then the year before that, it was a push because Bill Belichick
4: ran. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not going to do it. Right. <laughs> I love when they pour it but over But how did they know so, to make it green? So, did the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's green
5: they Gatorade. Color.
4: Oh, but they had each color? Yeah, they had to. Well,
5: I mean, the they... Eagles ain't going to drink no red Gatorade.
7: Well, no, what she's saying is, how did they know the Eagles were
4: going to win? They played the Patriots.
5: Oh, uh, y'all.
4: So they had blue Gatorade? Yeah, they probably they had, had both, both them, colors. Probably. Both well, colors. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. the prop is. You
5: got to just get it. The probability okay. of them winning would produce yeah. green. So.
2: Yeah. Okay. You can guess the to- coin toss, heads or tails. Okay. On that. Yeah, the
7: coin toss. What will... Um, what will the team that wins a coin toss decide?
5: They're going to defer.
7: Oh, you say, okay. Because sometimes they receive the kickoff or they defer
3: to the second. Mm-hmm. Okay.
7: How many people will watch the Super Bowl in the U.S.
2: alone?
8: 75 That's, million. Millions.
2: Yeah.
7: Yeah, they're saying and
4: a 106.5 million. I believe it. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a whole lot of people watching one thing at one time. Yeah, wow. and I mean, ain't nobody doing nothing. And here's another prop bet. <laughs> right. how, I mean, it's the biggest game
5: yeah, yeah, played yeah, yeah, anywhere. Yeah,
4: yeah.
7: How many times will the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, be shown on TV? <laughs> That's 20.
3: Crazy. 20. They show him all the time. <laughs> Five. How many
4: times, I, Steve?
5: Le- I think about, I would say 11 times.
7: In a hmm. four-hour game, yeah, wow, that's probably right. So you mm-hmm. have any prop bets of your own, Steve? How many? How many I was uh,
5: betting on stuff that's very off center. You know, you have to know people to make these bets. These what? bets ain't in Vegas. You know like, these what these bets at? Barca. You know, just like hood bets. Like how many pimps gonna be there
4: <laughs> <You know? laughs> got in Atlanta? Woohoo!
5: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How, how late is Magic City going to be open?
4: <laughs> oh, they, 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 they
8: got it done. They got it done. They are open on Sunday. Wow. They got it done. It's done. And you know Ooh. this how? Uh, but I, I heard. By da, it, da, that, da, But dude, they going to be open <laughs> on Sunday, though. That's hey, all now, I How would you even know that? How do you
3: get oh, a It's just, just news. <laughs> man, it's, <laughs> it's not news. That is, it's
8: news.
7: I haven't heard that at all.
8: Oh, they're going to be open on Sunday. You know, they normally close on Sunday. The strip clubs are normally close on Sunday. Hmm. They will be open on Sunday, and not only that, they may be even may even be open an hour or two longer. They are open. They are, are you on money. the
4: mailing list for the newsletter? Uh, no. I'm,
8: I'm, I'm not on the committee or none of that. I'm just saying, I'm just giving y'all the facts. That's all. Oh, okay. Now you want to go fact check? Go do that. I'm just telling you, Dad.
2: He will chairman of the board.
5: Oh, there's other bets in Atlanta. Uh, what?
2: Like what, yeah. Steve?
5: Uh, what color is the mink coat that big boy going wear for the halftime? <laughs> that's before? a bet. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's a bet. That's white.
4: What you think? What
5: you think? Oh, uh, I think he' gonna fool them all. Ain't gonna do mink. Oh. Um. Your <laughs> uh, these hood bets is going on This just at the barbershop, okay. Uh, okay? Yeah, okay,
2: I like but that. they bet
4: betting no. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: How many copies of Kevin's new movie can be sold at the barbershop uh-huh. night of Super Bowl?
4: <laughs> the upside, <laughs> oh, that's
7: cold, yeah. it's Ooh. still in theaters, Steve. <laughs> Sell about 30
5: copies if it's still in theaters, it's at the barbershop, <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's just bets like that that yeah. you gonna have, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: How many times, uh, <laughs> you know, people are gonna you know be on the, the wrong street bit. called Peachtree?
7: Oh Ooh. yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a good, that's one. a good one right there. It is.
5: Oh, uh, there's Damn. another bet for the Super Bowl. Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh.
5: How many people gonna get thrown out of Lennox? <laughs> uh, the mall. Yeah. Mm.
7: It's going to be so crowded at Atlantic man, Mall. That's possible.
4: Mm, Woo. Man. That's true.
7: Now, that's that's, that's going to be that's crowded. That's true.
4: Yeah. Peach tree too. The confusion is real.
5: Yes, it is. Yeah, He's, and then here's a real honorary bet. Of...
4: <laughs> honorary. Huh. Which that.
5: hotel had the most fights?
3: <laughs> oh, gosh. Lowe's. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
5: The bet is the W. The W downtown
3: uh, is the one in Buckhead? Oh, the one in w w yeah. It. Oh, no. Oh, I don't know
5: why they think the W is the spot.
3: Yeah.
4: In every city. <laughs> it, used, it used to
5: be, though. <laughs> oh,
7: back
4: in the wow. I've never
5: really been a W guy.
8: No, it's too contemporary, probably, for you. Yeah. I don't like the
5: mirror leaning up against the wall. Put the damn thing up on the wall. There's all this furniture leaning up on stuff for. (laughs) Where's the button on this little skinny-ass lamp? (laughs) The hell you mean touch the stem and it come on? I call it downstairs. (laughs) Really? Really? Yeah, where's the room service? It's in your phone. (laughs) Lady?
2: Yeah, it was too high-tech. Yeah, I, I don't like stuff like that, you know. <laughs> You want to talk to somebody. No. Don't.
7: He's an Catch intercontinental you. guy.
5: Yeah. yeah, you know, four seasons. You know, uh-huh. Ritz, Give me that.
4: Yeah.
5: <laughs> Y'all down here, damn sheet Miko and everything. Lobby can't even get in. <laughs>
7: Uh, (laughs) Go to Steve Harvey FM if you want to comment. Coming up next, Run That Prank back with the nephew. You're
6: listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, a lot of stuff going on. We have to talk about Ray J. But right now, it is the nephew. He is here to run that prank back. What you got, Neff? Well, workers.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Time for the
8: wall workers.
4: Once again, you think it's a good time to do that prank right now? With the
8: ain't they working on the? Uh, time about the wall. Yeah. That's what the whole
4: government Your
8: shutdown is about. But why I want to do the wall when it ain't good time.
5: Well, the the wall the wall company would like to. Uh, the what,
8: Steve?
5: The wall company <laughs> would like to let you all know that they're in the haircut clipper business and have nothing to do with this damn.
3: What no the frank. government? Yeah,
5: what? they're not involved in government <laughs> shutdowns. In case you all are thinking wall as in the clippers. Wall as in the clippers. W A. You know what yeah. wall I'm talking about? The wall they gonna be. Working on, mm. on the border. The- wow. Yeah. Yesterday when you said that Sally sent me a thank you.
3: Who is, Who is Sally? <laughs> Sally beauty, beauty Supply. Sally head They sent me
5: a thank you. <laughs> so many people prom- came Promoting,
8: promoting walking. <laughs>
5: said, where's the Clippers, Tommy was talking about yesterday?
8: <laughs> That's funny. All right, here it is. Wild workers. Hello?
9: Hello, I'm trying to reach Harvey, please. Speaking, who's this? My name is Kevin. Uh, I'm calling from um, Wall Workers Recruitment. Uh, are you currently working right now? Are you employed? Uh, no, I'm not employed. I'm looking for some, some work right now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, great. What was your great. name again? So, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry? What was your name again? My name is Kevin. Kevin. Okay. How you doing, Mr. Kevin? I'm good. I'm good. You got you got recommended. Uh, somebody put you. Uh, gave us your name that you might be interested in doing some work. We actually have a uh, contract with the government, and uh, we, at this point, don't have enough manpower, and um, we're looking for uh, for people that want to work. So this this bill is actually going to probably start probably mid-March, beginning to mid-March, wow. and this, this is going to be a three- to four-year job. So if you're looking for really? some, uh, some employment, we've got you. This job is going to pay... $40, $45 an hour, you're going to work 12-hour wow. shifts at least six hours a day, and it's all construction. Okay. So, from my understanding, you, you've done quite a bit of uh, construction. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that is correct, sir. I've been working okay. in construction for the past, like, 12 years now. So, yeah, that's yeah. great. Thank you. Thank you so How much for you? Uh, the call. Yeah, oh. are you used to, are you used to um, work with concrete quite a bit? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do everything. You know, anything that has to do with construction, I'm um, your man. So, we definitely want you to come in and, and we want to get you a physical. Uh, make sure you're you're you know in good shape to, uh, to actually be um, a part of the company. We want to make sure you're uh, you're all fit and ready to go for March. So, um, yeah. do you think this would be something you'd like to do? Yeah, uh, this is this is amazing. So, what type of project is this? This is um like I said we are wall workers recruitment and I'm actually spearheading it. Uh, we got this deal with the government, so we're as soon as we get the green light, we just got to make sure we got enough manpower and we're looking for. Wait a second, Wait a second. Did you say wall workers recruitment? Wall workers recruitment, recruitment. correct sir. Like building the wall? Building the, the wall, board? building the wall at, at the uh, at the borders. Exactly. I know. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm gonna have to pass on this. I mean, I need to work. Uh, I mean, is there is there is there a problem, Javi? Yeah, it's a problem. I mean, I'm oh. Mexican American, man. I got family that lives over in Mexico. I got family that lives over here. You know, in the states, like I don't, I don't want to be a part of that. I mean, it's too so, much controversy. I don't want to be a part of anything that Trump has to do with with building some wall. Are you kidding me? You were excited when I told you we were paying you forty five dollars an hour for twelve hour shifts and six 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 days a week. I mean, that's pretty good yeah. money. Yeah. Of course, no, that's great money, but I I wouldn't be a part of this for if you paid me a hundred bucks an hour or a thousand bucks an hour. I mean, you know, that's disrespectful to my people, my brother. I mean, it, just, it ain't gonna happen. I, I don't want no part of this. I didn't know I didn't no. know what type of project it was until now. I mean, you must have said it really quickly because I didn't catch what you said. And I don't know if you're catching what I'm saying, but I want no part of this. So you have a problem with building a wall, and we're paying you. X amount of dollars that's going to put um, you know food on your table and, and take care of your family. You got a problem with that? Oh, I don't give a f- if it puts food on my table. I can make my money doing looking for some other work. I ain't gonna be a part of building some god mm-hmm. sh- motherf. Whoa! Don't you f- understand what I'm saying, bro? I hear what you're saying, bro. but I mean, I mean we're going we're going to the wall being built in the first place. My family, okay. my ancestors. This land right here belonged to them before it was a part of the U.S., all right? I mean, how does uh, the border but, is because some f***ing this part of Mexico to the U.S. I mean, he betrayed us Mexicans. Uh, this uh, is not uh, okay. cool. Not f***ing cool. Okay, so why but you, I mean... Let me ask you a question. Are uh, you just calling Latinos to build this wall, or are you calling other races too? I I, I haven't, um I mean... Uh, uh, I don't know everyone's nationality, sir. I, you just came live. Well, what about the it. last names, How about that, how about that Are you looking at the last names? I'm, I'm, I'm not looking at the last names. I mean, I know, uh, I assume that you were Latino. Your name is Javi. I, I got that. But I got you, Javier. Um, it's Javier, not Javi. Only my friends and family call me Javi. All right? Okay. Uh, um, do you have any friends or family you think might want to work the wall? Man you bro? Yo, who the f do you think you are, man? Your parents probably dropped in on you when you were a baby. Okay, I'm, nobody could be that dumb and stupid all at once. Haven't you seen the news? I mean, what the hell do you think I was gonna say? I mean, you, Trump, and everybody else that's a part of building this wall gonna all shove the wall up your f alright? no. Be disrespectful. You mother really think that you could just start recruiting Latinos to do your dirty work? Excuse me, I, I, uh, I'm sorry. Javier, what about what about um Luis? What about, what about Luis? your cousin? I mean, would he be all right with, on the way? Leave my cousin Luis. How the f- do you know my cousin Luis? I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm you just... got him signed up, and he's the one that f- recommended me. Because I'm gonna kick his. F-. I'm gonna go to his house right now and kick his f- in front of his mother. You better not f- tell me my cousin signed up already. No, I'm gonna tell you this. Your cousin Louise got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Harvey, oh. you just got pranked back. <laughs> you mother. <laughs> I can't believe this. Oh my God. This is crazy, man. We're going to go in and kick this <laughs> Oh, you guys got me good, man. You guys got me real. Okay. Hey, hobby, do this for me, man. In Spanish, let me know this. What is the baddest radio
10: show in the land? La estacion favorita mía es <laughs> Steve
7: Harvey 44. All right. Uh, thank you, nephew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is crazy. It's wall workers. It's I got it wall now. Wall
5: workers. Found out what wall you was talking about. <laughs> he let you have it, partner. Yes he, did.
7: yes, he did. All right, guys. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Ray J flips e-bike biz for seven figures. He's rich.
6: Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, in today's entertainment news, Ray J, you know, we love us some Ray J. Ray J has just flipped his scooty bike business to a Canadian ride sharing company called Loop Share. Ray J reportedly received seven figures in that deal, Steve. Yes, yes, yes. The e-bikes and scooters, which include a sit-down model, a Vespa-style unit, and a standalone scooter, they will start popping up in the U.S. and Canada with plans for global expansion. He's going to take over the world with these scooty bikes. Uh, Ray (laughs) J didn't cash out. He just didn't, you know, cash out and dip. He controls 19 million shares and will apparently play a key role uh, in strategy, Steve. What do you think about that? I
5: mean, you know, I don't know the particulars, but congratulations to yeah. the brother. That's business. That's gangster. Know.
2: That's it big. really is. Young OG Just making yeah. it
5: happen, you know.
2: Nineteen million shares. They're really popular. Yeah. Dude. Uh, man. Yeah. If a share That's worth big. a dollar is that nineteen million.
5: What you think, Joe? the
2: <laughs> math. I
5: hope.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if
5: a share worth a dollar, that 19 million. Let me ask you something. What do you think one time 19 is? <laughs> that's awesome. I'm just, Julia, I'm just saying. What that's do you funny. think one times 19 is? And, yeah. Uh,
3: yeah
5: I mean, you know, when it goes public, you know, mm. that's what he would own is 19 million shares if he can maintain. His amount of shares as they di- divest, you know, when they take on mm-hmm. more money, sometimes your shares get diluted. But what he's done is a brilliant business move, and congratulations. However, they dilute, they could become more valuable than that. Yeah. You know, let's say, let's say to get up to a round of funding. I'm just talking hypothetical. Now. Mm-hmm. Let's say Ray J has 19 million shares, mm-hmm. and they raise 50 million to really blow the company up global. They take on 50 million, but he has to give up some of his shares. So let's say he gives up 9 million shares and he keeps 10 million. But let's say it turns into an IPO. Let's just say they go out for $10 a share. Ray J got $100 million. Wow.
2: Wow. Wow. Okay. Go
4: ahead, Ray J.
2: Well, Rachel. yeah. Way, way to go, Ray J, my new friend. And Prince's love. You know I love it He's and the baby. Yeah, little, he make little
8: families babies. and he make money. He do both of them. He do. <laughs> he, he powerful. Make them famous. Yeah, he yes, is. he powerful. <laughs> <done quite. laughs> All
7: right, guys. Switching gears, we're going to talk about this story. Another news: Covington Catholic High School reopened yesterday as police continue to respond to threats and suspicious packages delivered to the school in the wake of last weekend's tense showdown between students and Native American uh, Nathan Phillips. Phillips was interviewed on the Today Show this morning, a day after Savannah Guthrie sat down with 16-year-old Nick uh, Sandman uh, to get his side of the story. Phillips said he watched some of Sandman's interview and uh, thought it was coached and written up for him, adding that it showed insincerity and a lack of responsibility. Phillips said he was trying to break up a tense encounter between the students and members of the black Hebrew Israelites. He says he tried to walk peacefully through the crowd, chanting a prayer for peace, but was quickly surrounded by the students and couldn't move. Take a listen.
3: When I put myself in prayer and used that drum to reach to God, that mass of young men surrounded me and the
1: folks that were with me. And it was a a moment when I was in prayer. It wasn't that I felt like I could stop anything or do anything,
0: but I felt like I was spiritually moved into that center, into that center of that whirlwind.
7: They got support from Trump and um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I saw that. Yeah, um, uh, Phillips went on to say that he is still angry about the encounter. He blames the chaperones for not reining the students in, but despite his bitterness, he says he forgives the students. And Steve, don't you think that instead of supporting one side, President Trump should bring all sides together? He doesn't no. know how
5: to do that. It seems. No, I, I don't expect moment. anything good of him. Mm-hmm. I expect. I expect him to do what he did. <clears throat> the students had on "Make America Great Again" hats. Anybody that shows support of him, he's on their side. He don't. The facts don't mean they had the red hats on. That's all that matter. I'm really don't even know. I'm not well versed enough about the situation because I've heard mm-hmm. conflicting things. At yeah. first, I heard that the. Uh, uh, the Native American gentleman, Mr. Phillips, I think that's uh-huh, his Nathan name. Nathan Phillips. Uh-huh. That he was okay with everything. Then I heard that the student was just that little grin he had on his face. Thought he'd just smile. he'd diffuse it. I heard his statement. Um, I, I know you know prepared statements when I hear them, but he's a kid. I don't I don't care. I don't care nothing about them students. I could care less about them. They don't shake or move the world. We're we're not getting anything from the White House that brings people together. Nothing. It's no, hey, let's sit down. Let me invite all of you to the White House and talk it over. That's not who we have up there. I don't expect him to do anything different than support whoever had the red and white hat on. That's all of it is. So I'll tell you what I did not like when they kept referring to the uh, organization as these young black men who were riling up everything.
7: Oh, the Hebrew Israelites. Yeah,
5: that's who they are. Stop. Mm -hmm. Don't just try to band everybody together. You know the uh name of the group. Just say the name of the group. Move Mm -hmm. on with your story. Don't try to make this about this young, angry group of black men because a lot of black people, they weren't saying nothing to them kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the stuff that they was yelling to the kids, probably shouldn't have been saying it.
3: Yeah. You know, they were saying some stuff to the kids I thought was out of line. But, Mm -hmm.
5: you know, if, if you understand the organization... You know they—they they say what but they want to say. So,
7: all right, we got to move on, guys. Coming up in twenty minutes after the hour, Florida Secretary of State resigns from office. As wait till you hear this, Steve. As blackface photos are released, we'll talk about that when we come back.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Florida Secretary of State Michael Urtel is uh, learning the same lesson. Former NBC host Megyn Kelly learned about blackface. He's stepping down after offensive Halloween pictures of him emerged online. Uh, Er Ertel had the audacity to wear blackface 14 years ago when he dressed up as a female Hurricane Katrina victim. What? Uh, His costume also included uh, a head scarf, Steve, around his head. Uh, So now newly elected Governor Ron DeSantis, who appointed Ertel, got wind of the picks uh, on Thursday morning after the Tallahassee Democrat uh, newspaper obtained them. Shortly thereafter, Ertel resigned his post. The photos were taken back in 2005, two months after Katrina ripped through Louisiana. We all remember this. And while Ertel was uh, serving as Seminole County Supervisor of Elections. Worth noting, now, we remember this from the election. Governor DeSantis had his own racial controversy during his hotly contested campaign against Andrew Gillum. Remember, uh, he said, uh, he made the statement about uh, don't monkey this up. Remember that comment he made? Oh, but he
5: fired people now.
7: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for blackface. Mm -hmm. But how how is blackface, uh, Hurricane Blackface uh, Katrina victim your costume? How, How... how is that a costume? What, how is that Shirley, your choice?
5: You don't. You don't know. <laughs> I'm,
7: I'm, laying, I'm, I'm like. No,
5: listen, Shirley. <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: There are people who think that stuff is funny. Yeah.
7: Yeah. First yeah, of
5: all, so. there was nothing funny about Katrina.
4: At all. Nothing. nothing. Thousands of people died. I'm, I'm telling you lost my their man. Lives it, everything. it was
5: probably the biggest cool. natural catastrophe in the history of the United States.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially lives that were and the
5: way they handled it
4: yes that yeah, yeah that was made a it even
5: greater you know Puerto Rico was horrible what yes, they've done yes, yes. and what they're still they're not still doing in reporter mm-hmm. Ka- Katrina was another catastrophe you think they learned but here's the problem they learn nothing when it comes to people of color I'm telling you right yeah, now. Yeah, you're right. If Puerto Rico was the Hamptons, oh boy,
7: yeah, you
3: better boy, boy, yeah. stop. Yeah, you're right. But we're
5: talking about New Orleans. We're talking about all those black people in that Superdome. All those black people in that area, which was a dangerous area anyway.
7: Yeah. All right, uh, coming up at 34 after the hour, we're going to switch gears and talk about the difference between raising boys and and raising girls right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, Steve, so it was interesting on your talk show, you had a conversation about the difference between uh, raising boys and raising girls. You talked about this on, on Steve, on your talk show. So what is the difference? What?
5: I mean, it's a huge difference. And for people who don't think it, I don't think they have boys and girls.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: You can't raise them the same way because you're, you're not trying to get the same results. You're trying to turn eventually one of them into a fine woman, and you're trying to turn the other one into a fine man. Right. They happen to be two totally different species. Now, do you want them to have the same drive? Yes. You want them both to be disciplined? Yes. Mm. Do you want them both to have a strong work ethic?
4: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: You want them to be law-abiding? Yes. Good citizens? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. There are a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But after that, that's it. Mm-hmm. We're not alike. We don't dress alike. We don't talk alike. We don't process information alike. And we don't think alike.
7: Mm. Women are emotional. Uh, more,
5: yeah, typically more so than more men so, but there are yeah. men who are more emotional on some subjects than women oh yeah that's for sure sports we way more emotional yeah. I see more men crying over games than I do women I'm talking about literal Wrong tears yeah. <laughs> but when you're raising a boy and you're raising a girl that is, it's just a difference man I don't see how a person cannot see the difference now Tommy you got boys and girls Right. So you know there's a difference.
8: Big difference. Raising Trey
5: different from Raising Sydney.
8: Oh, my God. Two totally different people. Two totally different people, totally different genders. I, I have to approach it differently. Yeah, You know, like, for me,
5: it's crazy. Education-wise, I've had very little to no trouble
8: from the girls. Mm-hmm.
5: Them damn boys.
8: Oh. Learn
5: I couldn't mm-hmm. even get mad at them because, hell, I didn't
8: she's smarter than everybody in the
3: house. Oh, <laughs> them
5: girls, man. That, Lori went to school. She just straight A's. She just got all A's. She got a B. She was so upset one time. I was looking at her. I was confused. You got a B. Upset. Let me tell you something, dog. I got a C on my report card one time.
8: It was happy.
5: My daddy bought me a bike.
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> looking and bragging. That was, I gotta see
5: Yeah. Boy, that boy studied his
3: ass off. <laughs> that, that's my boy.
5: <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen uh, it, it go difficult. I just don't see how people don't see the difference when you're trying to get different results.
3: Yeah.
5: You're trying to raise a lady and you're trying to raise a gentleman. Them two different people. You got to take different routes. You know, you're not gonna raise your daughter to open doors and pull out chairs and pump gas.
7: Some people do that though. They believe in this gender-neutral raising. You know, that's stupid. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, you know, that's the thing now. I'm not gonna play
5: this. That's stupid.
7: Yeah, it's the thing.
5: It's called what's your?
7: It's like gender-neutral. You know, Uh, mm -mm. yeah. Even though you're you're genderless, you let the child identify with whatever gender. They They had a
5: heart attack.
7: Yeah, seriously. All right, we got to move on. Uh, Up next, it is the nephew here with today's prank phone call right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my husband is not carrying her casket. All right? But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. You heard me, Carla. <laughs> what I you got, Neff? I'm gonna
8: enjoy this.
7: Yeah, you are. What you got, Neff?
8: Butt man. What? Butt man.
2: What
8: man? For See, real? Yeah, 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 Jill, What man? I, I, it's <laughs> called Butt Man. Okay, let me break this down to you. So, at the, uh, you know, at the job, somebody, somebody copied they butt on the machine, on <laughs> the copy machine.
7: Still doing that?
8: In 2000? No, it, it, it didn't really happen, Shirley. Uh huh. But I, I act like it did. So I'm human resources, and I call mm-hmm. this man, this brother,
3: uh-huh. and say, mm-hmm.
8: "Hey, we uh we got an understanding that uh somebody on your floor copied their butt on the copy machine, what? and we need to um set a meeting with you at eleven, so mm-hmm. you can come in, uh-huh. and we need to see if it was you. Oh, Which wow. means what? You gotta show Which, it. We need yes, yeah, okay. Man. We need to we, like we need much. To, we need to see your butt. Here we go. And you, you already know how brothers act. Here we go, right now. Butt man. Hello. Hey, I'm trying to reach Vaughn, please.
10: Uh, this is Vaughn. Who is this?
8: Vaughn. This is Darius. Darius with Human Resources. How are you?
10: Uh, I'm doing fine. Can I help you?
8: Yeah. Listen, we um, have an incident that has taken place at the job. You actually. What floor are you on, Vaughn?
10: I'm on floor 12.
8: Floor 12. All right. So do you use the copy machine that often on that floor?
10: Uh, not all the time, but I do use it every once in a while.
8: Okay. Every once in a while. So here's what's going on. There's going to be some actions being taken place here pretty soon, some legal actions, and we're just clearing everybody. You know, this is this is just a proper procedure that we're having to go through. So let me just kind of enlighten you on what's taking place. Someone um, on the 12th floor has copied their butt on a piece of paper in the copy machine. So someone actually sat up on the Xerox machine and copied their butt. Why someone would do that? I have no earthly idea. But what's happening now is everyone on your floor is going to have to come in and show their butt. So we're scheduling this now. I'm thinking Friday at 11 A.M. Would that be suitable uh-huh, for you to come?
9: Uh-huh, up? Uh-huh, uh-huh,
10: uh-huh. Y'all, y'all talking. <laughs> y'all talking about y'all want me to come up there and show, show my, show my because somebody. Uh, I'm a grown man. Okay, I'm a grown man. I ain't do that.
8: Okay, you know what? I believe you. I believe you wholeheartedly, Vaughn. But just to clear your name, we have to. I hate to say it. Clear your butt as well. So we want to make sure. Uh-huh. We're gonna find out whose butt this is on the piece of paper that did this. We're gonna yeah, find yeah, you're out.
10: You're gonna find. You're gonna find out whose. You're gonna find out whose a- cheeks those are, and you're gonna find out real quick they're not mine. All right, I'm not doing that, man. I'm not gonna come in. You said Friday. You're doing this on Friday, Friday?
8: at el- Friday at eleven.
10: I'm not coming in my day off so I can pull my pants down, let some strangers looking l- really look at my look at my a- cheeks. Talking about somebody copied. I'm not okay. doing that.
8: I don't, I don't want to. I don't want this to take a turn, Von. Because right now, this is. If you're not, if you're saying you're not coming in, then other actions will be taking place. If you don't come in and follow the procedure that everybody's saying, everybody else uh, that I'm calling, they have to
10: come in. How many? How many people work on that floor?
8: There's at least eighty
10: plus people on that floor. You're talking about trying to have eighty plus people come in, drive all the way to work. So some strangers we don't even know can look at our look at our cheeks, and I'm not gonna do that. I don't know who did it, but I know they ain't me. Well, somebody
8: somebody xeroxed their butt on the twelfth floor, and we're gonna get to okay. But we're gonna get to the bottom of who did it, and what you're what you're not gonna do, Vaughn, is tell me you're not coming in. What you're not gonna
10: do? Do you like your job here with this company? What you're not gonna do is act like you gonna fire me because I'm not gonna show y'all my sweet goodies just because you just cause you from HR. You got me fooled if you actually expect me to think that everybody that works on this floor is over here like oh yeah sure i will going let some strangers look at my look at my crack. You must be playing. No sir, not with me. Okay. Well, let me ask. Job. Let me let me ask you this. Do you have a
8: coworker named Andre?
10: Andre, yes. Okay. And Andre he says he
8: was. knows you. Now, I'm just gonna put it out here. Andre is stating that it could have possibly been you.
10: Really? Andre got the nerve to say it could have been me? Man, Andre, why did he try to single me out? Like I even use that damn copier? I don't run there playing games. I'm a grown man. He must be out of his mind thinking he gonna say I did it.
8: All I know is he stated that
10: you were a possibility. That's what. That's what he stated. He that was a possibility. That, that's dumb. I, he ain't have absolutely no reason to think. I don't even use that copier, man. I use that thing like once every two, three weeks. Okay. Everybody okay. on so, that floor.
8: Okay, so out of once every two, three weeks, is there a possibility maybe you propped your butt up there
10: and, and copied it? Not at all. Y'all don't need, ain't even told me when this happened. I probably wasn't even working when the booty cheeks got scammed. The, you, what, you must be out your mind. You can waste everybody else's time. Trying to bring everyone in to get a free strip show, but you're not gonna do that to me. This has to be unethical and illegal on so many levels. You're trying to come in and say everybody on the entire floor has to come show their cheeks. Man, you must be kidding me. Said, What's your name? The whole time you're trying to call me saying this is HR. What's your name? Cause when I,
8: I, I, I I'm Darius. Call- I'm Darius out of Human Resources. Yeah. I told you that when I first called you. Well, well,
10: Darius, and- well, well Darius. Well, Darius. Well, Darius. When I do come into work, you fuck. I want to see. Let me ask you this, Vaughn. Do you know Leslie? Leslie, I know that. Better not even say my name. Do, but so you do know Leslie? Yes, I know Leslie. She works there with me. So you trying to tell me that Leslie said this too? Uh, do you want to know what Leslie said? Yes, I would like to know what Leslie said. So when I cuss her out, I get it right.
8: Okay, Leslie told me to tell you that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you just got pranked by your co-worker, Leslie and Andre. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Leslie Dude, and Andre oh. got me to prank phone call you, man. <laughs>
10: Dude, I was so... Man, I was pissed. Yeah, your uncle is right, bro. Somebody is going to whoop your ass. And I bet I bet it's this year. 2019 is your year.
8: All right, boss. Tell me this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land?
10: The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Somebody is definitely gonna whoop y'all.
8: <laughs> you
10: like Batman? Uh uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. no Give it to me. Give it to me. No
3: coming. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Butt man, <laughs> baby.
3: Come
8: on now. All right, I'm in Tampa right now this weekend, and everything is sold out. But uh, next laying in the cut is the one and only West Palm Beach, Florida. It's legendary. 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of February. I will be at the at the uh, West Palm Beach Improv. 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Tickets on sale right now. But, Get it while yeah. the getting is good.
4: Go see Buttman. Buttman, <laughs> Buttman might be there. <laughs> How immature is that? I know. You making copies at work. <laughs> Who does that? All right,
8: listen. You ain't never done it.
4: <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you, nephew. <laughs> Up next, it is the strawberry
7: letter. Today's subject, my husband is not carrying her casket. We'll get into it right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, it's time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Okay, we could be reading yours live on the air just like we're going to read this one.
8: Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter.
7: Subject, my husband is not carrying her casket! Exclamation mark. Dear Stephen Shirley, here's my ordeal. My husband and I have been married for eight years and we have three beautiful children. One of my husband's longtime ex-girlfriends died over the weekend and we were all shocked because it was so sudden. My husband's best friend is the deceased woman's cousin, so he called to tell us the bad news. He said that the family was working out the funeral arrangements and had decided that they wanted my husband to be a pallbearer at her funeral because the ex-girlfriend still loved him. Up until the day she died. This was just too much for me to process. My husband asked if I was okay with him being a pallbearer at the funeral. And I said, he no.
5: That spells hell, shit.
7: <laughs> and I told my husband's best friend that the family needs to find somebody else to help them out. So later that day, I asked my best friend if I was wrong for saying no, and she said that I was dead wrong. She said that (laughs) I'm being jealous and insecure about a deceased woman and it's not a good look. She told me that I need to be more concerned about the flirtatious women that are living and always in my husband's face. Needless to say, I'm not speaking to her right now. I am in no way, shape, or form jealous or insecure. I told my husband that we will go to the funeral together to pay our respects, and that is it. He seems a bit uneasy with my decision, but he does not want to keep stirring the pot and make me angry. I would love to get your thoughts on this. Am I wrong? Please help. Well, you know, you sound like one of those women that is is not here for it at all. You, you're not having it. I don't care if she's dead, alive, or what. I, I bet you did say some choice words to your husband other than he h e w l No, you said this is some... B.S., probably. You know, Mm -mm. you're a little crazy.
4: Try it again. Try it (laughs) again. She said
7: it. She said it. Uh, Yeah, and you're a little crazy, but it's okay. It's all right. You have every right to feel how you feel about this situation. But I just got to tell you, lighten up, please. I mean, the woman was his ex-girlfriend, right? Uh, You've been married to him for the last eight years, and your best friend was right, I think. The woman is dead. I I mean, are you mad because her family said she still loved your husband until the day she died? Well, I I say this. Unless they acted on this love that she supposedly had for your husband until the day she died, and you did not mention that in this letter, it's okay. She just loved him from afar still, uh, according to this letter. Now... You know, she's dead now, so, um, and you've told your husband that, no, he can't be a pallbearer uh, <laughs> because you won't like it. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, so he's not going to rock the boat. Uh, he doesn't want you mad. He doesn't want, you know, to come in the house and with you with an attitude and all that. So, yes, go on and go to the funeral as a family and pay your respects. But, again, I say to you, lighten up. The woman is dead. She's dead. Steve? Steve?
5: Let's just get to the bottom of this. Am I wrong? You know, good and hell well you wrong. <laughs> You've been married for eight years to this man. You got three beautiful children. One of my husband's longtime ex-girlfriend died over the weekend. We were all shocked. Now, let's break that down. We were all shocked. Now was you shocked or was you something? Else?
7: What? what
5: else? Now was you shocked or was you relieved?
7: <laughs> oh
3: man!
2: Oh, 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 oh man! I didn't know you were gonna say okay.
3: that. I, no, I, no, no. I mean, I mean, come
5: on now. Uh, okay. Come on, now, based on the rest of this, letter, I got every right to ask. Yeah, that.
4: you do.
5: Was mm-hmm. you shocked or was you show or was you so overjoyed <laughs> it appeared as shocked? Wow! <laughs> Did somebody come in and said, man. Man, Lucretia died. What? (laughs) Now, that sounds like shock, don't it? Yeah, Yeah, it does. But that sounded a lot like What? (laughs) (laughs)
3: That's
4: a bad actor, Steve. Uh What'd she do? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Carla. So,
5: (laughs) now, my husband, Uh best friend, is the dead woman's cousin. (laughs) <laughs> so he called to tell us the bad news. He said the family was working out the funeral arrangements and had decided that they wanted my husband mm-hmm. to be a pallbearer at her funeral because the ex-girlfriend still loved him up to the day she died. Wow. Now, there was too much for me to process. My husband asked if I was okay with him being a pallbearer at the funeral. I said, hell no. Nah. <laughs> That woman didn't say no H E L L. (laughs) She said hell no. Mm. I told my husband's best friend, and I see you all in the middle of it now. See, you ain't even you ain't even let see. This where you started messing up. Mm. I told my husband's best friend that the family need to find somebody else to help them out. See right there. If 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 your husband asked you, was it okay? You would say. Baby, I wish you would decline that. It would make me uncomfortable to see you as the pallbearer of your ex. But you ain't do that. You took it into your hands. See, to see this way, you made it real stanky, where it look like he ain't standing up or he ain't got no say-so in his life. You told your husband's friend that the family need to find somebody else to help him out. So later that day, then you still in it. You went to ask your best friend if I was wrong for saying no, and she said I was dead wrong. She said, I'm being jealous and insecure about a deceased woman, and it's not a good look. She told me I need to be more concerned about the uh, flirtatious women that are living mm-hmm. and always in my husband's face. Needless to say, I'm not speaking to her right. I am in no way, shape, or form jealous or insecure. Yes, you are. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are jealous and insecure in all shape, forms, and fashion. You bet not go nowhere near that dead <laughs> heifer. He's wow.
4: dead. What can she do to you now?
5: <laughs> now you are being jealous because the woman is dead, and you're being insecure. What do you mean you're in no way form jealous or insecure? That's exactly what you are. You jealous of their relationship, and you insecure of how to look if he got his hand on that casket. Now, when we come back, I'm going to tell you what else she told him.
7: All right. We'll be back at 23 after the hour right after
6: this. You're listening Steve, to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Let's
7: recap today's Strawberry Letter, Steve. Subject, my husband is not carrying her casket.
5: This woman been married to this man eight years. They got three beautiful children. Got a call from his best friend, who is the cousin of this woman, said, man, the girl you used to date died over the weekend. The lady writing the letter said we was all shocked. I don't really think she was. (laughs) Shock, relief, and joy can be the same damn sound. (laughs) See, Shirley, say something shocking to me. Oh,
7: Steve, you lost all your money. What? (laughs)
5: Now, say something joyful to me. Oh, Steve, you just made a billion dollars.
2: What? <laughs> it can be the same thing. Same
5: thing. <laughs> see, <laughs> I see your see, <laughs> it's, it's the same damn noise. It's the same noise. Yes. So the noise she made that looked like shock, I think, was damn near joy. Uh, because the later, in there, she had, <laughs> later on in the letter, she act like family working out the funeral plans, and they decided they wanted her, your husband to be the per- her husband be Paul Bear at funeral. Because her ex-girlfriend loved him all the way up until she died. That was too much for me to process. My husband asked an okay beer and a bear at the funeral. I said, hell no. Mm. Then you jumped in and told your husband's best friend the family need to find somebody else to help them out. So later that day, I asked my best friend if I was wrong for saying, no, she said, yeah, you was dead wrong. Said, I'm being jealous and insecure about a deceased woman is not a good look. Told me I need to be more concerned about the flirtatious woman that's living and always in my husband's face. Neither to say, I'm not speaking to her right now. And in no way, shape, or form am I jealous or insecure? Yes, you are. You are very jealous and insecure. I told my husband, we will go to the funeral together and pay mm. our respects. Mm. You ain't even like the woman. What is your ass down there for why are you at the funeral of somebody you don't even like? You know I ain't never been to funeral I don't like. Okay. Mm-mm. Oh, man. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. He seems a bit uneasy with my decision. He messed up. Because damn, it's just about showing respect. The family would like to see him do that for her. It ain't nothing. They had a relationship one time. There's nothing no more to it. But he does not want to keep staying apart and make me angry. Because you crazy.
3: Yeah. I said that.
5: I would love to get your thoughts on this. Am I wrong? Please help. I think you are wrong. Now, you're insecure. Get over it. She gone. Oh. And now that she's gone, she can't hurt you no more. Oh, let's give her toast. <laughs> what you want? She gone. You're tripping. He can't do nothing. Weird. Nah, he don't want to stare the pot. Yeah. You trying to be big about it, but you can't. You can be the paw bear, but you better not touch a cast. <laughs> when you go up there, don't look at it. Don't nah, look at don't the body. It if you, don't don't touch it. It. Yeah. you can go up there and view it, but you better not look in there. <laughs> Let she me see you, you crying.
3: Let me she see you me crying. crying.
5: You oh, ain't carrying these eulogies out of this church with you either. you not carrying <laughs> a right damn thing. You don't, that don't remember the eulogy? You're not carrying a eulogy out of here, out this damn church. You ain't putting your hands on nothing. You touch that casket and see what's happening. You can be the pallbearer, but you better not touch a handle. <laughs> Now, now I tell you, you ain't carrying no chicken over there at the <laughs> afterpants. That's <laughs> the what re-pan. you ain't carrying. You ain't carrying nothing over there. That you ain't going to carry your re-pan. grieving ass nowhere near. I, I swear to God, let me look over there. Cry. <laughs> Cry. <laughs>
4: but see, she's let a tear things. come
5: down your damn cheek.
4: Yeah.
5: Sit yeah. up in here at this funeral, you in here crying. Yeah. What is you crying for? <laughs> so
2: you that's exactly
5: why I came down to this funeral. So we could pay our respects together. You over here crying got me looking crazy in front of everybody. Uh-huh. All these damn kids about talking it. about mama. Why daddy crying? Cause he missed his house.
3: But <laughs> well,
4: why the kids at the funeral?
5: Just I bought everybody. Whole family coming to the funeral. You ain't going by yourself. Her family need to see that you got a family.
4: Crap. Crap. That's all that, that's, that's why that's you about. ain't
5: over that can. This heifer down no aisle. With nothing, I don't give a damn if they put six wheels on it and get it oh. down there. You ain't. I bet you better not push it. I tell you,
2: that's easy. You that. better
5: not throw a rose pedal in that cast. You
8: know how much this uh, really
2: happens?
5: This happens. Sit up in lot. here, and they want you to come up and speak and say something. Get up there and say something. <laughs> say so. <something. laughs> better not say nothing good about the heifer. Wow. Say Steve. you, Mister. Say it. Say it. I wish you say would. you, Mister.
3: Give
5: a story. Say, say it. <laughs> get up there and talk about you remember the time you remember nothing say it, you lost your thing. damn memory about her it's what you done did mm. mm. talking about something I want you to come down here and be the Paul Barry you ain't fit to bear nothing huh. sitting over there I don't want to lose you better not have a
2: Tisha. <laughs> uh, what's, she, what's she gonna say about the memory of uh, video what's she gonna say about the video
5: you see that video? You
2: bit up your picture. You
5: in there? I hope. I hope they say something about you. For your sake. I swear to God. Gonna be right I'm
2: gonna right throw right this Bible head.
5: right through that screen. I no. tell this whole damn screen, down. You let him mention your name in this video. He <laughs> loved him till the day she died. should talking about it. anybody. Loved her. Raise your hand. I'll tear your elbow off. <laughs>
3: Uh, sitting Steve. up
4: in here. Oh, this huh. is See, you know how they have now at the funerals, the programs, and you know, they had pictures in there. Yeah. So since she loved him, they got a picture of them together. Will you look at this here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this family didn't. <laughs> what is that to put your fuck ass in here for?
5: <laughs> what is you on the picture grinning for? <laughs> well, baby, that's an old ass
2: picture. But what you
5: grinning for?
2: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh
5: man. Sitting up in here, got me and these kids up in here like we care. Oh, oh, just forget man. it. I just won't go to the funeral. Oh no, you can't
2: going. go
5: now. Oh uh, uh-uh. no, no, no. Oh, you no, going. No, no. Oh, we all going. Uh, and I'm going to be staying upside your head the whole time. This is a show now. But i tell you what you better not think you're finna be. You ain't finna be the Paul
0: Bear. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The you the can
5: honor? be the you you be the Paul Bear. Now, you can be the Paul. <laughs> you can be the Paul. <laughs> But I'm going to be the bearer of bad news if you even look over there in that cast. Wow.
3: (laughs) All right, listen,
5: we got to get out of here. Email or Instagram Uh, us your
7: thoughts.
3: What you
5: slow down for when you're trying to view the body?
7: (laughs) With your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter, at Steve Harvey FM coming up in 10 minutes. We'll have a little more on this Strawberry Letter. Oh,
3: man. He's still at the funeral? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love
6: his
7: funeral right here, oh, He's going for sure. All right, (laughs) that's all coming up right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, Steve, we're still on this letter. Uh, This has touched a nerve. The subject, my husband is not carrying her casket. A woman wrote in, she and her husband have been married for eight years, three beautiful children. One of her husband's longtime ex-girlfriends died over the weekend, and it was a shock, she said to everyone, because it was really, really sudden. Uh, her her husband's best friend is the deceased woman's cousin, so he's the one that called to the house to break the bad news, and uh, the family wanted her husband to be a pallbearer at her funeral because the woman who died... Loved her husband until the day she died. And uh, wifey says, absolutely no. <laughs> you will not be a pallbearer. We will go to this funeral as a family and pay our respects.
5: You're doggone right, that's how we're going. <laughs> I don't know how else she thought we was going. Oh, uh, you thought you was just going to leave me and the kids at the house. Why is you down there grieving?
7: <laughs> well, honey, uh, we were best friends, you know. You was what? We were uh, ex-boyfriend and girlfriend. We
5: did. So date. you just going to keep bringing this half up?
7: Well, she's dead now. What difference does it make? I mean, I, I couldn't go back to her if I wanted to. I mean, um oh. she's dead. She's she's dead now. She
5: dead. Let, let, let me take this over, sweetie. You you, you, you ain't going nowhere, uh, Bernard.
2: Well, <laughs> Bernard can't Bernard? go. No,
5: listen to me. What? You're not going nowhere. Yeah. You ain't fit to be no bear. We in this funeral together. But Connie, we were friends. Listen to me. Listen to me. Was. Look at this pastor. We sitting up in here in this funeral. Look, what is his family looking over? What her family looking over here for? Well, yeah, it's me. It's me. I don't need all that. It's me. They're looking I'm at I'm the me. wife right now. You understand? Sitting up in here, pastor, sitting up in here talking about we missed her. And what he look over here for?
7: Maybe <laughs> he was looking sitting at me. Sitting over here
5: talking about, no, Talk, talking about something. She gone too soon. Um, she ain't getting about here quick enough. for me. <laughs> She ain't gone too soon. He's right on
2: time. She went right
5: on here when the Lord wanted her out of here. I can't stand when pastors say that they gone too soon. Then we sit up in there on Sunday. He talking about to let the Lord will be done. It was yesterday. God. <laughs> That's when she got up out of here, right when the Lord wanted her to. I don't see what we sitting up in there. I don't see why everybody
2: crying for anyway. Yeah.
5: Oh, Because we miss her. You miss her. She wasn't that well liked. She was a good person. Ain't <laughs> none of my friends like her. Yeah. Mostly because I didn't like her. Now she gone. And what is this open casket?
3: Oh my God!
5: <laughs> well, that oh, so we got to sit up here and look at this outfit. She okay. wanted an open casket. I tell you, well, I don't give a damn what she wanted. Well, we wanted clothes. Sit <laughs> up in here, put all this. What is she wearing glitter lipstick for? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh
2: no, she don't. She ain't
5: had her last kiss. What is she glitter lipstick? <laughs> Dressing up just like a little hustle. I can't stand this funeral home. That's why I don't like Park Funeral Home to this day.
3: <laughs> yeah. they always really <laughs> try
5: to make you look more than you is. <laughs> she look tight ass red dress. On. what is you looking at her for now I'll tell you what listen to me see how everybody going around viewing the body you see that right there yes we got to do it too no no when you go try. try you slow down and look at that funeral and see what happened to you your ass better have your knees up by your neck
2: you need high knees Yeah, you better
5: be stepping real tall around that part to slow down and see what happened. you're gonna be over there in it with her
7: not Connie. That's I swear no way to god. To
5: I swear to god. If you stop to say something to her, I'm gonna slam your hands in the casket.
7: I might say oh I miss god. her, you know, rest in peace. I might say
5: I I bet like I that. won't miss you with this gun. <laughs> you say <laughs> you miss her. I bet <laughs> I won't miss. <laughs> I've a
4: question.
5: You might you miss, but I yes, uh sister. Uh,
4: <laughs> what is it, baby? What about the the 3-minute remarks we would like for you know, your husband to say something. You're talking about three minutes. But no. Yes, Connie. Yes, yes about I the want, deceased. Yes, yes, yes,
7: I wanted yes. to say something.
5: He ain't got three minutes to say about her.
7: <laughs> <laughs> not he can say not say what all time he time got to say me.
5: from this chair right here.
7: <laughs> but we want to be What y'all, y'all want broken. him to say? Well, just to, to talk about, yeah, talk about how, how nice of a person she was. How good and of a person. How much yeah. we're going to miss her. If they was that
5: nice, they wouldn't have broke up. People break up for reasons.
3: Mm-hmm. You gets
5: out of a relationship for reasons. Yeah. Now, obviously, they had a reason. Y'all sitting here talking about how nice she was. She wasn't nice to him.
4: Can the husband, can Bernard ride in the family car? In the family way? car. For <laughs> oh, what? No. No, you Why? didn't. You're talking about what in you know what? you trying to get me killed, Carla. If Bernard riding
5: in the car, if with her, it'll be that damn hearse.
3: <laughs> she can scoot over. is what she can do.
5: Honey. If I catch his ass in that car crying with her fat ass mama leaning on my husband, uh-uh. Mm-mm. And all, if he ain't in this car with me, the only other ride he gonna be in, he gonna be sitting up in that hearse with her.
2: Mm. That covers that. they're good people. They that they they, just, they they
7: just asked me to be a pallbearer. That's all. Uh, Dude, don't read too much into to it. You listen to
5: me. Tell me mm. you you're serious. not fixing to carry nothing with her in it. Do you yeah. understand me? Okay. Yeah, you better not carry a purse down here for, they, for them to lay in the
2: case. <laughs> well, can I ask a question, Miss Connor? What? The repass. Can y'all go by the repass? After? We we're not doing no carrying. Can you just hear <laughs> <give> me? <laughs>
4: but the repass for the, the food, repass yeah. is just yeah. where you the
8: sit food. around and have we food we not care no reminisce food over there. <laughs> you, you, you reminisce and uh, yeah
2: talk about the good
3: times reminisce yeah,
2: i wish you would
5: reminisce you? can we count on you for i some? wish you would reminisce <laughs> and see what happened to you. You, wish you, one, one, you go somewhere and start to reminiscing over this heifer and see what happened to you connie <laughs> that's not a good look No, you know we're calling eyes, my name connie <laughs> we
7: got three kids connie
5: We got three kids. Y'all got no kids. Mm. No,
4: we broke up. And you ain't
5: going to have no kids now. (laughs) Because she did. Because she did. (laughs) Nah.
4: Nah. (laughs) This is
5: what I was waiting on. on Going to live my life in peace now. I've been worried about this hell for all these years. Well, you sound a little insecure, baby. I don't I don't I ain't to... insecure. <laughs> uh, all
7: right, listen, we got to get out of here. Uh coming up at the top get of the out hour. Of here with her. <laughs> coming up at the top of the hour, we'll tell you about the medical marijuana ad that CBS has banned from the Super Bowl and NFL Hall of Famer Joe Montana is in the weed business. We'll talk about it right after this.
6: Puff puff pass. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All
7: right, so did you guys hear about the medical marijuana and uh, cannabis uh, ads that CBS banned from the Super Bowl?
6: I missed this.
7: Yeah, this is according to TMZ now. The ad produced by Acreage Holdings, it's a marijuana and cannabis investment firm, was willing to pay, get this, $5 million for the spot, but CBS flat, flat out turned it down. Because wow. we're they told. Give me five dollars.
5: I'll run the spots right five now. Million. Five million. Five million. Give me five million. I'll run the spots right now. I'll be in the commercial. And I ain't never had weed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> five
5: million. Yeah. But CBS turned it down because uh,
7: we're told that they don't allow any marijuana ads on the air. The ad profiles three people: a boy who had hundreds of seizures a day that were not abated by traditional medicine. And uh, they had another one about a man addicted to opioids and then a veteran who was in severe pain after his leg was amputated. All say medical marijuana made life livable. Livable.
2: Wow. Wow. But the Super Bowl won't let him air it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Sound like I should have been in the commercial.
5: Yeah. Sick as hell.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Wow.
5: You ever ever thought about it, though? Uh No. No. It might help. Yeah. CBD oils are real, though. Yeah. cannabis oils mm-hmm. that stuff mm-hmm. is real junior i don't know mm-hmm. if it'll help but
2: i you know i'm looking at
5: that I, hell i
2: tried i uh, man you have no
5: i got some at the i take a shot mm. Being there, being taking bubble baths, all
2: kinds of stuff. Whatever. It if it do work, though, y'all Drink know. It its juice you, if it do work, I do have to come to work. You know, I'm you gonna, gonna be smoke. A junkie. <laughs> <laughs> I come to work. What you say, you already work? know. You know I'm gonna be a a in <laughs> Don't ask me. You me.
5: already high weight no on one.
2: <laughs> he hasn't said the he word junkie
5: you in a long yeah, time. I'm he worked for the ad.
7: crisis. <laughs> <laughs> well, the point of the ad, guys, is to push push for legalization of medical marijuana on the federal level. Now, thirty states have made medical marijuana use legal but a federal law would make a big big difference so that's why yeah Yeah. i don't care what they
5: do they're gonna do it it's gonna eventually happen because they found out a way to make money on it they tax it Uh so it's gonna become legal it's just like alcohol
7: yeah that wasn't always legal
5: what's worse cigarettes man are addictive and cause Deadly. cancer. Yeah, and, and yeah, some people said
7: sugar. You know what the effects sugar has sugar, on your body. But cigarettes, yeah. though. Think about disease.
5: cigarettes. I know. Wow. I know. Think yeah. about what they do to a cigarette. Yeah. They dip it in nicotine, mm-hmm. which is addictive.
7: Mm-hmm. And they
3: call it lethal. And and That's and they
5: put it mean. on you, man. Where you once you get it, you gotta have it.
3: Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. your and body it causes craves cancer. It.
7: Yep, mm-hmm. lung disease. That's that's crazy,
5: man.
3: Yeah,
7: mm-hmm. in, in, but uh, they've
5: legalized it. They legalized yes. alcohol, which mm-hmm. causes so many deaths,
4: man. Yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the liver. Yep. Uh, in other related news, you can call him Grow Montana now instead of Joe Montana because NFL Hall of yep. Famer uh, Joe Montana is investing heavily in the weed business. Uh, He's 62 years old. He's one of the major investors of a company called uh, Caliva. It's a major legal marijuana operation. It's out of San Jose, California. The company not only grows weed, it also sells everything from joints to vape pens and even marijuana beverages. Wow. Mm. I never even heard of that. You know how high
5: you would (laughs) be? (laughs) <laughs> if they put marijuana in Kool-Aid? <laughs> With that sugar,
3: <laughs> you know how many black people be in trouble? Oh yeah. <laughs> and like yeah, some
5: of that Kool-Aid. Energy drink. Like, I don't you know. I don't know. I, I,
4: don't I, don't know. I, wow.
7: I haven't. I know. Uh, vape pens, joints, marijuana beverages. Hmm. I've heard of um edibles. Oh yeah. Well, you ain't got to worry about that, because you can't
8: cook all
7: that. What?
5: <laughs> what? You ain't got to worry about that, because you can't cook. <laughs> <kill. laughs>
7: Oh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm in You need you make sure <laughs>
5: some edibles, ain't nobody gonna want
3: it. <laughs> it Who made the brownie? It uh-uh. It's
4: not. There's something wrong with the brownie. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so, but I don't know what Hall the beverage is. Huh? Joe Montana? Yeah, Joe Montana. Montana. Uh-huh. Yeah, making money. Yeah, it's legal. It yeah, is. You're right. Especially in California. It's, it's just days. been
7: illegal for so long. It's just hard to remember sometimes that it is legal you know it's on the state level anyway yeah yeah it's weird mm-hmm. it is it is it is mm-hmm. it is weird it's a weird mm-hmm. feeling what yeah but it wait is a minute, sh- wait wait surely what it's a weird feeling now that marijuana is legal. That's oh, okay. all. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I don't. Come on. You know. No, I'm sure, not. We don't have to talk Shelly, all I heard
3: you said. Yeah, you know, I don't smoke. Keep talking. Keep talking, Shelly. <laughs> sure. Just keep talking. <laughs> it sounds
7: it's so I weird physics. It no, it's really. It's so good. It is a weird. That's all. Well, if you had heard the beginning of the conversation. I
2: can't
4: believe My, my co-worker smoked with <laughs> you. Well, I don't, so you don't have to believe it. I heard you get
5: in a conversation.
7: I- yeah, we were talking about how strange it is now that marijuana is legal. That's all. It's weird. And then weird. you
4: said
5: it, it's a weird
7: feeling. Yeah, it's a weird feeling to even be saying it and oh, talking Charlie about
4: it. Yeah. yeah, I knew what you meant, Shirley. We were we were on the same page. I you know, know we these wouldn't. guys. You know, me and Shirley, no, would. we wouldn't. No, we would and smoke Me and Shirley were on the same page.
5: <laughs> I can tell you some uh, people people want to turn around on the freeway. Shelly smoked weed with her bush ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she said it this
3: morning. On no, I show. did not. That's a conversation. I was she there. said
5: she feel weird. We should go down.
8: Come on, Shelly, do it.
3: Oh, Tommy, <laughs> no. <laughs> Shirley, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Strawberry flavor too. Ain't it?
7: Well, it's legal, So anyway, <laughs> whatever. Here it is.
3: Oh, Speaking story. of weed, where's
8: Jay at? <laughs>
5: <laughs> the pothead.
3: <laughs> it's legal. today. Yeah. This damn
5: junkie.
7: Oh, yeah. He's oh, a junkie. Team. That's the second uh, time you've said that man, word today. you can't today. take
5: his ass nowhere. All his clothes smell like weed. With JB in your car, you be
2: going hey, man, roll the damn window. I know they smoke. <laughs> I know he smoke.
7: Well, I don't.
2: Think I work that. with him. He repeats himself seven times. It, did you hear <laughs> that? Did I, what did I, just say? <laughs> what did I I forgot what did I just said, hey, you put that dope down. You can remember some of this stuff you said. <laughs> hey, Jim, what I just said, yeah,
3: <laughs>
5: you what you just said.
2: All right, listen, we'll what be you back. Just asked
6: me what you just we'll said. We'll
5: be back with more
7: of the Steve Harvey Morning <laughs> show.
6: show. Ignorance, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Well, guys, a survey by Frito Lay finds that 90% of people will have at least one snack during the big game with 80% one. of those, yeah, just, one. yeah, at least one snack. That's uh,
3: it?
7: At, I didn't say that was it. I'm just saying at least one they'll ha- have with 80% of those people snacking on either potato chips or tortilla chips. And when it mm-hmm. comes to dips, salsa is the number one dip for game day snacking. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to have a mm-hmm.
5: lot yep. Well, I'm going to be at the game.
7: Oh, okay. Oh, that's oh, right. really? Nice. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. going to be great. Although French onion is the most popular for potato chips,
4: um, man, you know I ain't had that in years. years French right? onion, did. wow! It used to be
5: so good. Oh man, I thought that was—I haven't had that. I'm,
4: we used to make it, sweetie. yeah, with Lipton. Uh, with Lipton, Lipton French onion soup, French onion soup French and
3: sour cream. Yeah,
5: wow. I hate when I go over to people's house. We we make our own. I can't stand <laughs> it. <You> know, a <laughs> way people, it's, I'm, you know, I you know I say that you know it's over somebody's house for Christmas. Or, I said, man, Steve, you like egg now? No. Oh, I, I love egg now. We make our own.
7: I can't it. I just home. went,
5: I'll be damn. I got a cigar and <laughs> went out on the park.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I to it, try your taste... egg. it was so loose. It doesn't taste anything like the It kind don't in be the thick and creamy. It uh-huh. was
5: loose. We well, don't like ours thick. Well, damn it, I do.
7: <laughs> You're just man. eating an egg, drinking an mm. egg. I <laughs> know
4: well, some people maybe some
5: just milk. Doing. It's some stuff, man, you just have to buy.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
7: Yeah, so French onion dip is the most popular for potato chips. Of course, where you live may influence your Super Bowl snacking decisions. You like
5: salsa? Yeah, I love Wayne. salsa. Yeah. Uh, we pe- make our own. And then <laughs> I look, I say, salsa where the sauce at? Daddy is right in. there. We put the eggs in it. it
2: look like red water. <laughs>
5: like, wait a minute, hold up.
2: Oh, you, eggs?
5: You put some eggs in the salsa. Yeah. girl, have you tried it with salsa? With your eggs in it? No, I just want the salsa with the chips. Yeah. Wow. we make our own. We put eggs in it. Uh, I said, Are you finished making? It? Yeah. I said, It's we don't like them little bitty chunks. We like everything big chunk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, Man, I, do
5: I can't stand it. It's stuff that you're not supposed to make. Just buy it.
7: Okay. Well, people in Los Angeles are the biggest lovers of chips. They love chips.
5: People in Dallas love. You chips. like chips? We make our own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man,
3: chip.
2: Hell, chip,
3: raw potato. <laughs>
5: Cinnamon, man, ain't no crunch to it. They hard. You chewing them. It's like wet potatoes. Yeah. Got skin on it. Oh dog. Man, I man, I can't stand that. People hmm. in
7: Dallas like chips, Miami, New York City, and DC. Meanwhile, Boston fans are more likely to pick tortilla chips for the uh, big game instead of potato chips. You like
5: wings? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love wings. Uh Got to have wings.
7: We make our own. Go ahead.
5: We make our own. (laughs) (laughs) We 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 don't even use
3: chicken. (laughs) What? (laughs) What What do they use? What are you doing? (laughs) We make our own.
5: Wait till you taste it. Taste just like chicken. We don't use use chicken. (laughs) (laughs) How you make a wing and don't use chicken? (laughs) That's crazy.
7: Uh, let's see. Uh, fans in Houston and Atlanta also like tortilla chips. And then there's Chicago. It has its own favorite snack. Chicagoans Chicagoans love popcorn. 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 You like
5: potato salad? <laughs> mm-hmm. We bought that.
3: <laughs> That's uh, what you should have <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Stone the one
5: potato. thing you got to buy to make is your potato <laughs> salad. <laughs> you like potato salad? Yeah. We bought that. I'll be dead.
7: (laughs) You know what I don't like, though? I love wings, but I I cannot stand Swedish meatballs. I I can't stand those. things. I'm not a fan of them, surely, but I'll eat them. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: Ray J, you know we love us some Ray J. Ray J has just flipped his scooty bike business to a Canadian ride-sharing company called Loop Share. Ray J reportedly received seven figures in that deal, Steve. Yes, yes, yes. The e-bikes and scooters, which include a sit-down model, a Vespa-style unit, and a standalone scooter, they will start popping up in the U.S. and Canada with plans for global expansion. He's going to take over the world with these scooty bikes. Uh, Ray (laughs) J didn't cash out. He just didn't, you know, cash out and dip. He controls 19 million shares and will apparently play a key role uh, in strategy, Steve. What do you think about that? I
5: mean, you know, I don't know the particulars, but congratulations to yeah. the bro. That's business. That's Damn. gangster.
2: That's it really big. is. Young OG making yeah. it happen, you know? 19 million it's shares. really popular. Yeah. Dude. Uh, man. Yeah. If, hmm. <laughs> <math. I hope. laughs> <laughs> if a share worth a dollar, is that 19 million? What you think, Do Good math. I hope.
5: If a share worth a dollar, is <laughs> that 19 million? Let me ask you something, what you think one time nineteen is? <laughs> that's awesome. I'm just Julia, I'm just saying. What that's do you funny. think one times nineteen is? <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah I mean, you know, when it goes public, you know, mm-hmm. that's what he would own is nineteen million shares if he can maintain His amount of shares as they divest, you know, when they take on Mm -hmm. more money, sometimes your shares get diluted. But what he's done is a brilliant business move and congratulations. However they dilute, they could become more valuable than that. You know, let's say, let's say to get up to a round of funding. I'm just talking hypothetical. Mm -hmm. Let's say Ray J has 19 million shares Mm -hmm. and they raise 50 million to really blow the company up global. They take on 50 million, but he has to give up some of his shares. So let's say he gives up 9 million shares and he keeps 10 million. But let's say it turns into an IPO. Let's just say they go out for $10 a share. Ray J got $100 million. Wow. Wow. Wow.
8: Okay.
2: Go ahead, Ray J. Well, well, yeah. Way to go, Ray J, my new friend. And Prince's love. Mm. You know <laughs> I love it He's and the baby. Yeah, baby. he yeah. make
8: families <laughs> and he make money. He do both of them. He do. Cool. He, he powerful. Make them famous. Yeah, he yes, is. he powerful. Way like, no <laughs>
7: All right, guys. Switching gears, we're going to talk about this story. Another news: Covington Catholic High School. Reopened yesterday as police continue to respond to threats and suspicious packages delivered to the school in the wake of last weekend's tense showdown between students and Native American uh, Nathan Phillips. Phillips was interviewed on the Today Show this morning, a day after Savannah Guthrie sat down with 16 year old Nick uh, Sandman. Uh, To get his side of the story, Phillips said he watched some of Sandman's interview and uh, thought it was coached and written up for him, adding that it showed insincerity and a lack of responsibility. Phillips said he was trying to break up a tense encounter between the students and members of the black Hebrew Israelites. He says he tried to walk peacefully through the crowd, chanting a prayer for peace, but was quickly surrounded by the students and couldn't move. All right, Steve, coming up, our last break of the day, closing remarks, okay? Get ready, people. Right
6: after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day on this Friday. Take us home.
5: Uh, Today, I'm I'm, I'm still committed to trying to uh, uplift everybody. I I really want to share, not teach, I want to share with you all just some things I've learned and and understand I don't know it all And, and I don't think I know more than you it's just that I've learned in my life that repetition is sometimes good somebody told me one time that there's a scripture I don't know where it is but it says something to the effect that faith comes from hearing not from having heard and I didn't understand that until I got older Faith comes from hearing, not having heard. Sometimes you've heard something in the past, but it didn't quite connect. But all of a sudden you hear it at a particular time in your life, and oh my God, it's like, a, it's like a brand new phrase. It's almost like you've never heard it before, but it clicked, the light bulb turns on. So that's what I was taught, that faith comes from hearing, not from having heard. So sometimes repetition is good, in wise sayings or understanding the scripture because at a particular time in your life it's so valuable to you because it happens right when you need it to hear. So in my commitment to uplift people this year I have decided today to talk to you about another mindset that you have to develop to get to where you're going and that is to elevate your thinking. You've got to elevate your thinking you have got to think above your current circumstance because where you are now the moment you say now as soon as you get through saying now that moment that you claimed as now is gone so what I want you to do is I want you to start thinking beyond today because for the majority of us tomorrow is going to come For the majority. Tomorrow is going to come. So I want you to elevate your thinking so that you can have a better tomorrow. And what I mean by that is, I want you to up your ask. When you're talking to God, from now on, up your ask. The things you've been asking God for, I want you to think about it. Elevate it expand on it blowing up It's not too big for god it may seem tremendous for you it's nothing for him it's absolutely nothing it's a wave of a hand it's the blink of an eye it's a mere motion to him it's nothing it's it's an afterthought he does amazing things but you've got to call on him to get a to gain access to all this amazing stuff There's a scripture that says, you have not because you ask not. And simply what that means is just what it says. You have not because you ask not. Most people don't have the life of their dreams because they never ask God for it. Now you think about that. What have you been asking him for? If you've constantly been asking for rent, don't he always give it to you? Don't you somehow always manage to come up with the rent? might be a little bit late, but don't you come up with it? Yeah, you do. Suppose you change that and just ask for a mortgage. Why would he not give it to you? It's just some money to where you stay. That's all it is. So if you keep asking for rent, you're going to get rent. But if you ask God for a mortgage, he'll give you a mortgage. But you have not because you ask not. You got to up your ass. Let me show you something. This is not bragging, but I want to show you something. You're listening to a person who's been at just about every economic state. So at one point in time, I kept asking God. I said, God, man, I sure want to see another zero in my income. If you could just give me another income, another zero. So I was making, you know, some thousands, back then, right? In a year. I've had years where I've made $4,000. I've had years where I've made $7,000. I've had years where I've made $8,500. I've had some lean years in this comedy thing. So I asked God, man, if I could just get another zero. But you know what I did? The zero kicked me up to 10,000. And from 8000 to 10000 spread out over the year, I did not really see a big jump in my lifestyle. Because the $2,000, it elevated it, but it wasn't quite what I wanted. And so I just kept asking for zeros. Do you know what happened one day? I was talking to this very, very wealthy guy. And I told him my theory of praying for the zeros. He said, you're praying too small. I said, what do you mean? He said, you're praying too small. You're asking for zeros. He said, if you get another zero from 10,000, you'll have $100,000. He said, that ain't where you wanna be. He said, why don't you ask God for some commas? I said, what? He said, why you keep asking for zeros? Commas change your life. Ask God for commas. Elevate your thinking. When I went from asking God from zeros to commas, do you know he gave me another comma? Do you know what that did for my life? Do you know what it would do for yours? but you can't get it unless you ask. You have not cause you ask not. Elevate your thinking in this year. If you up your ask, he will up his give. It's a fact. It's not a theory of mine. It's a fact. You have not cause you ask not. Those are my closing remarks. Drop it. I'm
7: telling you. Drop, be it. Be I'm tellin-
2: Drop it. I'm telling you. Drop it.
5: A comma. Man. <laughs> mm.
7: Woo, have a good weekend.
4: For real. Y'all have a
5: great weekend. <laughs>
7: All Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie.